0: We talk about self-care a lot and how taking care of yourself is so important for your marriage, but a lot of times people will ask us what we actually mean by self-care and what are some things that you can do to take care of yourself that will also help you be a better spouse. So we're going to be talking about that today, and we hope that you will stay tuned and enjoy. Hello, folks. Bear. <laughs> one hey.
1: day, one day he's going to hear us.
0: Well, the dude, <laughs> our boy Nate Bargatze, where that comes from, is so incredibly famous right yeah. now. Uh, uh, done Saturday Night Live and I actually listened to him. He was on Dana Carvey and David Spade's uh, um, podcast this week. Oh, he's really? just Oh, yeah. He's big time. <laughs> so we'll probably never... Get a shout out on his show, Probably but not. hey, if any of you, well, actually, Nate, if you're listening, give us a shout out. Um, so, Nate,
1: buddy. Yeah.
0: Big guy. Big, big guy, guy. Pow. Big guy. We'll even say go Commodores.
1: <laughs> wait, he's, wait, a, wait, wait. he's a Vanderbilt
0: fan, <laughs> no. but we are I'm not going that far. No. Well, it doesn't matter. Everybody would just laugh at us if we said that. <laughs> um okay hey we've got a great episode today that will be um really applicable to everyone anybody that's listening to this is going to get something out of this applicable applicable applicable
1: i say applicable
0: well tomato
1: tomato okay
0: potato potato okay (laughs) i don't think it goes like that no uh but hey before we get started I know that we've mentioned our website a couple of different times because it just came out a couple of weeks ago, theredeemedmarriage.com. And we really would love for you to go check it out because we are extremely proud of it. And I don't know. We haven't been given permission to actually give a shout-out to our web designer, but he was incredible, and so maybe I'll get permission to do that at some point. He listens. I know so he maybe, listens, so maybe, so maybe he'll, he'll listen and say, hey, permission. yeah, it's fine. But I would love to give a shout-out because I would love for people that might have a need for a website to mm-hmm. go to him. But here's the thing that I wanted to say about the website. There's a ton of cool stuff on there um, you know, that you can go and just check out about our marriage coaching. You can get... Some resources like the uh, podcast guide. Uh, definitely sign up for our email list. There's a t- there's actually several different ways that you can sign up for our email list. If you if you make a donation, which we are 501c3, we're not pushed. We're not asking you to go make a donation. I'm just saying these are things. If you do that, you get put on the email list. If you if you uh, sign up for the marriage coaching, uh, PDF to get the informational sheet. Or if you sign up for the PDF of the, uh, podcast guide, which is a great resource. So go, go get that. And if you sign up for those, you'll be stuck, you'll be put, not stuck, Stuck you'll be stuck (laughs) on our email list. You'll be put on our email list. And we really want to grow that, um, because it's a great way for us to just keep up with you. So over Christmas, we're going to, and just over the next couple of months, we're going to be trying to think of all the different ways that we can roll out some new resources and new things for the first of the year. And so you just don't want to miss that. Um, But here's the thing about the website that I wanted to throw out real quick, and then we're going to get started. Uh, But this is important. So when you go to our website, the thing about it is it's it's not like it's just this infomercial that Heather and I put together. When we met with our web designer, we basically said – this website is not for us and it's not for us to really word it and share the way that we would necessarily want to share things. We just said this is for somebody like you, like him, like you this listening. If you went to our website, what do you want to like what do you want to see? What do you want to read? What do you want to know about? And we gave him a lot of liberty to use you know the type of language and the type you know the wording and stuff and really just said hey if somebody's out there searching for marriage ministry and so i love it because it's it's got it's just so practical and easy to navigate it's just great so i want everybody to go check it out Yeah, the, the com. yep and
1: hopefully Next week, we can give him a shout out because he deserves it. He did a great job.
0: Yep, for sure. All right, so today we're talking about self-care. Uh, the reason why this came up, it comes up a lot during marriage mm-hmm. coaching, and we um, we sort of emphasize this um, in some of our coaching sessions. But somebody reached out to us this week and said, hey, can you give some, some ideas or examples? Mm-hmm. I don't really even know what you're talking about when you're talking about self-care. And... Part of the reason why we're so um, adamant about self-care is because we really stunk at it Yeah. when we went through infidelity 12 years ago. And neither one of us were good at it, but I was really bad at it. And so when we went to our marriage intensive, uh, the I mean, within the first 30 minutes of us being there, that was one of the things that the counselors looked looked me in the eye and said we want to give you permission to take care of yourself we want to give you permission to work on yourself and quit thinking about and worrying about everybody else mm-hmm. and of course we were in a we were in a crisis mode and that, there was a lot of trauma and there was a lot of stuff that needed to happen but through that we learned just how important it is to take care of yourself, because if you're not becoming the best version of you, then you can't be the best spouse that you need to be for for your spouse. And I mean, of course, that trickles down into being a mom or a dad or you know, a, um, just your a, job, your job. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. But we're 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 specifically focusing obviously, on the things that you need to do to become the best version of you so that you can be the best spouse that you can be. So we've got like 10 things we're going to rattle off. No particular order. We just want to share them with you. Some of them will resonate with you, and some of them, you may like, eh, I don't really care about that.
1: Yeah, and I think that also, as you listen to these, there's going to be some that you think, oh, I can do that today, like I can start that today, Um, but then there's some that you might really need to think through and be like, how can I work that into Mm -hmm. the daily for me, or a few times a week for me, or, you know, it's not... Don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I only do two of those things. I'm a loser. No. Mm-hmm. See how you can work up to doing all 10 of these things. Well, and things. it may
0: be that you just need to choose one or two and That's say, right. all right, I got to start somewhere. So I'm going right. to start with these right. uh, couple of things that yeah. you know may not be too hard to <laughs> and do. And
1: you might hear... Like one of them, we'll get to in a minute, is sleep. And you may be like, um, I'm sorry, in this season that I'm yeah, in, that's, that's not right. happening. Yeah. And so some of these, like it depends on the season that you're in, on whether that's something you can really, you know, crush or if it's going to be something that might come later. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, let's roll. Let's, let's just... Let's just go for it. All
1: right. So um, number one, and I just happen to think is the most important, is get into your Bible daily and work on becoming the best version of you spiritually. So it's just asking yourself, how can I become the godly wife or the godly woman, more specifically, um, or if you're listening to this, and how can you become a godly man that, um, that God wants you to be? And we know that His Word is um, the best place to learn about the character of God and to learn about Him. And so there are so many different ways out there that you can get into the Word. Um, It can seem daunting Um, if you are not, you know, if you're like, okay, yeah, what does that look like? Um, There's so many things out there that can give you a plan Mm -hmm. on how to read through God's word. Um, Just our church alone at Pine Lake, we have a um, going through the Bible in one year. And they break it down into how many other things where you can do it in one year. They have a two-year plan. They have a in order chronological, chronological. order plan. Mm-hmm. And so that's just three right there mm-hmm. that you can choose from. Um, the Bible app, it is probably the most popular. It has so many different ways that you can get into the Word. You can also, on that app, you can search for topics. So like if you type in depression Mm -hmm. or eating disorder or, I mean, or motherhood. I mean, it doesn't have to be negative things, Mm -hmm. but, and they can give you ways to read in the Bible and to dig into God's word about different topics. Or if you want to read the whole thing, they have many of those Mm -hmm. plans um, as well. So that's not just a one way to do it, but that is getting into his word. It is memorizing scripture, I am so, 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 so passionate about that because we know that what's planted in us is what comes out. And so in those frustrating moments of, of marriage or, um, fearful, um, fearful times of marriage or disappointing times of marriage, you have scripture right there that you have memorized that you can lay truth on top of any lie that the enemy is trying to um, tell you. So those are just two ways that God's word, um, just getting into his word daily and um, no matter the plan and really trying to um, become the best version of you possible. Let me
0: ask you this question. So I would imagine that I, I would say probably the majority of people that are listening to us, they would hear that and say, "Yeah, that's a great idea," um, but it probably seems very intimidating. Mm-hmm. There's probably this—I don't even know. I mean, you're telling them some places to start, mm-hmm. but I don't even know where to start. We're getting towards the end of the year. I don't want to start a Bible reading plan at the—you know—there's all kinds yeah, of excuses sure. to make. So, and if you were just having a chat with somebody. And saying, "Hey, the most unintimidating way that tomorrow you're listening to this Bible—I mean, to this podcast today—but tomorrow, if you want to start, like, what book of the Bible would you suggest that they that they start with?"
1: Well, I you're gonna—I know what Bible, what book you're gonna say. I don't know that you know. that. I do. You're gonna say John. You knew which one I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Because I've heard you tell people that before. But then also I would, so that's a great if you want a book. But I also would start in the New Testament. Like the Old Testament can seem really...
0: um, John is the New Testament. I know. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, start
1: with Matthew. If you want to read like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to read a bunch. Well, and that's the reason
0: John is just, I mean, John's one of the Gospels, but it's different from yeah. Matthew, Mark, and mm-hmm. Luke. Okay. Um. And so, you know, and it just gives, a, I mean, obviously we want to point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the book that's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it just, you you get to hear all about the miracles and, yeah. you know, the things that Jesus did. So that's why I would, yeah. why I would say that. Yeah, I think that.
1: that that's great. And then also, if you want a passage to memorize, um, I would memorize Psalm 139. um, it, And don't try to memorize the whole passage in two weeks, like do one verse a week, Mm -hmm. like write down, Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. That's verse one. And all week you can memorize. I mean, say that verse, write it on a card, do it, put it at work, put it with your Bible study. Oh Lord, Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And then ask him throughout the week, what do you want to teach me through that one verse? And you know, for me, it's, Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And yet you still love me. Like he knows me. He searches me. He's there for it all. And he still chooses to love me. So just taking that one verse and all week, oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And then next week, add verse two. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. Like he knows everything about us. So it's just taking those verses one at a time and just implanting. In putting them into our souls and into our minds and our hearts so that when we face things that are uncertain, we can claim His truth mm-hmm. and His promises.
0: Last thing about this, and then we'll move on to another one. If you need a little more structure, if you're one of those OCD people that need some structure and you're like, well, I can't just pick up the book of John and start reading, like how far do I read? How much do I read? Proverbs is also a great one. Uh, Because in Proverbs, there's 31 chapters. You can read one chapter a day. Mm -hmm. It's very practical, great information, um, very inspirational. And you could even, whatever today is, you could start with that number. So if you're listening to this and tomorrow, well, for us when we're recording this, but if you're listening to this on November the 13th, then read Proverbs chapter 13 when you... When you hear this tomorrow, yep, I love it. Okay, uh, so that was un- a long one on number yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we're not going to go that, that long. That's just that's an important one. Another one would be um, to read a book on something that's going to help you. Kind of a self care book, but really something that you're dealing with right now. If it's something about marriage, I it may be marriage, but I am always I always have a book on marriage that I am current. I'm always reading some book on marriage. And when I finish it, I go and I, I get another book. So if you need some suggestions and want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us through our social media. You can direct messages and we'll give you some some ideas. But if there's some things that you're struggling with, so one of the ones that we talk about all the time, it is actually sitting right here. I'm just looking mm-hmm. at it. It's sitting here on our, uh, on our podcast table. It's called Forgiving What You'll Never Forget by David Stoop. Uh, There's one that's very similar to that, almost the same title that's written by Lisa Turkhurst. Uh, So either one of those are really good if you're going through some sort of trauma that needs some forgiveness. Um, also, one of the ones that Heather recommends a lot is When Godly People Do Ungodly Things by Beth Moore. And really, it's just, um, self care and taking care of yourself is growing intellectually mm-hmm. and just, just feeding things into your mind and into your brain is going to help you learn and grow. And so. that
1: one's a, uh, um, Trauma one as well, but if you're not dealing with any kind of trauma, the other one that i love to recommend is um, Louis Giglio, mm-hmm. um, Don't Let the Enemy Have a Seat at Your Table. Is that exactly the title of it? It's close to that, okay. but if
0: they look it up, they'll find it. Okay. All right.
1: Number three, exercise. Keep your body healthy um, is a way to help um, with your your mood, <laughs> your spirits, but mm-hmm. also your body is a temple. Um, it's a temple that God dwells in and exercise is just a huge part of that. And just find what you enjoy. Um, Rusty runs, you know, two to three miles every single day with our dog, um, Running is not my favorite thing to do. Um, we had a conversation with somebody recently. I was like, gosh, maybe it needs to be my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but I really enjoy going to um, a bar class. It's with lots of ladies. And it I just do well in a class. And then I love to go walking. So you just find something that you enjoy um, and that your spouse is comfortable with you yeah. doing yeah. Um, if you know you don't ever want to put yourself in a bad position at a gym or any kind of um, yeah, exercise just, that your yeah. spouse is not comfortable with
0: yeah I think that was really important to say that because I would say that um, a large majority of the couples we talk to there's some sort of an issue mm-hmm. with um, you know something that has happened or has gone on at a gym or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, it just needs... Lots of
1: inappropriate things that we talk to couples about start at a gym.
0: Yep. So just be really careful. Make sure that your spouse is on board. Be great if you and your spouse did something together. But like for us, we don't enjoy doing the same thing. And so you go to a class of all women, and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to that class. That's for (laughs) sure. And so we... And then what I do is completely by myself. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're very comfortable with that. I'll
1: let you do number four because I do love a milk dud. (laughs) Yeah, you do.
0: (laughs) Well, four and, yeah, I mean, three, four, and five are all kind of, you know, taking care of your body. And, I mean, like you just mentioned, uh, it would be eating healthy. And, you know, we kind of joked about this. I don't know why we even said this yesterday, but uh, but we even joked about it. And I even said, you know, part of the reason why I run every day is so that I can eat whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to come a day when that doesn't really work so well, but I'm holding strong to that. Um, <laughs> and so far, so good. But I, I think that, you know, it's... There's a lot of factors in that, and it's not just, you know, weight, um, but your heart and just, you know, the the things that we eat can make you feel so much better, and, you know, it's just taking care of yourself, and I don't know, we, we've we kind of gone through this journey, too, of, of health where, um, you know, obviously, you've battled breast cancer, and, you know, we've had lots of ups and downs with our, um, you know, with healthy, being healthy and and I think that I think that it's some of it too. It, it, we're talking about self care, and it is for you, but it's also it's for your spouse too. It's just I want to stay healthy for you. I want to feel better, and if I feel better, I'm going to be a better spouse. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I can I can be a better spouse when my body feels yep. good.
1: Yep. Um, we hinted at the, at sleep at the beginning, but just making sure you're getting enough sleep. And we, we can say, oh, you need to get eight hours of sleep. All oh, we want to, but you and I don't do that. We're good to get seven.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah.
1: and, and I think a
0: lot of that is when your body adapts to it and you feel good, mm-hmm. then, then that's fine. I mean, some people just really don't require quite as much sleep. And, you know, for us. I mean 8 hours is a great night but 7 mm-hmm. I mean we don't we rarely if ever unless we're doing the stupid crazy traveling like we've done recently but we don't have those nights where we're getting 4 or 5 hours right. of sleep I mean we're getting mm-hmm. good sleep every night mm-hmm. and you know for us it's uninterrupted cuz we don't have children except when our kids come in late and they're t- mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're telling <laughs> us you know that they're back or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but um but yeah sleep is important I mean if you're not sleeping well and getting enough sleep you you're just grumpy, you know. People are just grumpy, mm-hmm. and you're and you can't treat your spouse right when you're grumpy all the time and you're tired. All right, you go
1: ahead with the next? Okay. one. Okay, super excited about number six. Find a godly mentor that can um, journey with you, guys. That I have seen firsthand, and I'm fixing to start crying. Why are you
0: crying? Why are you crying? <laughs>
1: I have just seen firsthand. I journeyed with a special, special lady. If you have not listened to our podcast with my mentor, Penny, you need to go back and find that one because it is, you will see why I enjoy meeting um, with her. But she recently moved and it was so funny because I was listening to our sermon today and I was thinking, I've got to text Penny and say, I don't care if it's through Zoom, we have got to meet once a week. It is just that important. And it is not that you're just meeting, like pouring out, you have to find somebody that can speak into you and Mm -hmm. speak truth into you. And I do a lot of pouring out, which is great. And God has called me to that. But I also just need that time where I can have someone older and wiser than me. Um, And I have somebody that I journey with, like, that's in semi my stage of life that we're journeying with together. So you hear the difference in those like Mm -hmm. I can pour into somebody younger, I can journey with somebody my age. But then there's also just something about someone older, a mentor that can pour into you that is just live life ahead of you Mm -hmm. and can encourage you in that. And if you don't know what that looks like, Ask somebody at your church. Even ask your pastor. Say, hey, is there somebody that you know of that would be good to journey with me that could be a mentor of sorts in my life? So, yes, super important.
0: Heather is phenomenal at this, and she's not only because she has been the recipient of it, and she's also so incredibly good at that and mentoring other women. Um, I actually several months ago, I, I mean, you know, I'm getting, I am getting a little older in my life. And so, um, you know, started people, I've actually had guys that have come to me and said, can you mentor me? And I was like, well, I don't even, you know, I haven't had a mentor myself since really we were going through Mm -hmm. our, um, crisis several years ago. And so I went to somebody just a few months ago and said, Hey, I just need somebody not necessarily to meet with all the time, but just that I know is praying for me. And, and so it's an older uh, man who is just a wonderful person. But um, every Monday morning, I get a text from him, and it's got some challenging words to it, some encouraging words, and then it's always, "How can I pray for you this week?" And like I net, like I always. I mean, I send him a long text usually every week with how how he can pray for me, and then I flip it around and do the same for him. And so it's just great knowing that you have somebody that's that's just journeying along life with you, and if you need something, they're there. Now, I'm fixing to throw Heather under the bus big time, and she doesn't even know this, but if you're listening to this and you're like, I have no idea, I need a mentor— um, and I don't really know what that means. One of the things, one day when Heather doesn't actually have to go to her full-time job, <laughs> I have told her that just like our marriage coaching that we do, um, which we obviously both have full-time jobs, so we do that in the, in the evening, um, but I have told her that that's, she needs to do that and offer that to women all over the world um, during the day. And I just think that there's so many women that would jump on that. And and I can tell you, look, this is amazing, and this just shows you how much God has healed our marriage and the work that he's done because, you know, I, I wanted Heather to die 12 years ago. <laughs> and now I'm telling you, like, that, that if I had to tell somebody, go find the most godly woman you can to... um To sit at her feet and learn from her, and I would say Heather every time. Mm. So, wow. Okay, all right. So here we go. The next one. I'll do the next one. (laughs) So the next one is, um, hey, listen to marriage podcast. I mean, you're already listening to this one. Great. Listen to it. Make sure you're following it. Make sure that you get it in your in your um, queue every week so that you don't miss this. But. This is a great way, just listening to marriage podcasts. and we've been promoting other marriage uh, other marriage ministries. Uh, through our social media pages recently. So if you don't already follow us on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, make sure you do that because we give lots of resources um, and we share other people. We're not selfish people. We listen to these people as well. Mm -hmm. We have to learn too. So we're learning from these people. And so I would encourage you, listen to marriage podcasts, listen to sermons. Yeah. Um, And
1: I can speak a little bit more into the sermons because that's my heartbeat. I love to listen to our, our pastor, Chip Henderson at Pine Lake, Matt Chandler. Whoo, so good. Um, just preaching from the word and such a good um communicator. Um
0: Yeah, we love Craig Rochelle. Craig Rochelle. We love Louis Giglio. Louis Giglio. We love Levi Lusco.
1: Lusco. I love Zach Witt at Multiply. I love, I, I mean, I've gone completely blank on his name. I don't know who you're talking oh, about. Oh my word. It's um ah! okay, it's gone. It'll come back to me. Um. Oh my word! I, I'm gonna look. Keep talking. Okay.
0: Well, let's just move on. Well, I'm done with that one. Can okay, I move fine. on to the yes! next? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'll, if I come to his name, I will. Um, I'll throw it in at the okay, end. Okay.
0: So the other thing, um, that we would say is to do something that you really enjoy that brings you life. Some sort of a hobby, and you may think I don't have time for a hobby or. Now maybe you're going to use this as ammunition when you go to your spouse and say, Rusty and Heather said, I need to go hunting a whole <laughs> lot more. Or, um, But in all seriousness, there's things that bring you joy, and you don't need to push all of those aside um, because the, that brings you life. And yep. the more that you have joy and experience that life, then you're able to give to other yep. people.
1: And don't take advantage of it. No. and then also see if it's something that your spouse would enjoy doing with you. But if, if not, do carve it on out some own. carve yes. out
0: some time, which that kind of goes into one of these other ones. Here I'll do it real quick and then you can do the last one. Okay. So the other one is is that you set real boundaries between the time that you have at work and personal time and family time. Like you need to make sure that for your own self-care that there's some clear boundaries there, that you're not always working, you're not always with your family and pouring into it because you need time for yourself. And so, you know, if that means finding time to do that hobby that you enjoy doing, like Heather said, you're not taking advantage of it, but you're just being very intentional about the boundaries there and making clear boundaries between work and personal time and family time. And all those things will bring bring life to you if you're able to balance that much better. All right, last one. Did you find the?
1: I, it, I can't remember the the church, but it's J D Greer. Oh, okay. Do
0: gotcha. you know the
1: that the, is it the church? one in North
0: Carolina? Uh huh.
1: Do you yeah. know which? No. No. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So then, um, the very last one um, is find a way. Are you doing number nine? You're doing number Sorry, nine. Sorry, I got confused because the 10th one is separated. Yeah, I already did. Okay, nine, number nine. Find a way to serve someone. Get your eyes off yourself. So when we... Which is odd that
0: we're talking about self-care. That's right.
1: Absolutely. But that is a way that you can take care of yourself is to not... Constantly think about yourself yep. to serve somebody else, to pour into a younger generation, to serve at the um, community center where you have. I've been watching too many Hallmark movies. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, you know, the but community the, center. But the, I was talking about the um, where we give out food, care center. Uh, the care center. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Just a place where you're doing something for other people that your eyes are not on you yeah and the
0: thing is we all know this and you've heard this said but when you do something for somebody else most of the time you get more out of it than they do so that's the part that's really self-care i mean if you've if you've ever been on a mission trip you know that the mission trip most of the time does more for you than it does the people that you're serving and it's the same way even if you're doing something locally if you're giving of yourself you more times than not you get more than you give. And, and so not saying to do it for selfish reasons, but we are talking about self-care. And so knowing that you're going to get something bigger and greater out of it by giving of yourself and taking your eyes off yourself, giving to somebody else, um, what a great form of self-care so yep. all right there we go that's 10 things. that's 10 of them and um maybe we'll throw some of these out throughout the week on social media so that you won't forget them yep. um but we thank you for listening again this week hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week take care